Even better than I was the yeah. last time, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. We back. I'm What's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your girl, Goldie. And I'm your girl, Kush. And we are here for smoke session number four. And we're super excited. Like We made it. We doing it. We doing it. We this. doing it. It's so fun, though. It is fun. It's fun. I like it. And I hope you guys like it, too. I hope you all find it fun, too. But, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying it, so. Yeah. So, at this time, grab your lighters. Yes. Grab your joints, grab yeah. your bowls, your pipes, your bombs, your dabs, your insert device here, and spark. You know, it's, it's just best to enjoy this show while you are indulging in cannabis activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether that be an edible or you smoking. Ooh, I can't wait to do an edible episode. Mm. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. How do you do with edibles? Uh, it depends on how much you intake, or I intake. Okay. Uh, if it's a lot, I'm, we can't do a podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to take a half of edible mm. and wait two hours. Dang. Yeah. Mm. That's going to be a really interesting episode, because edibles can, <laughs> it can hit me either way. It can be like, <coughs> excuse me, it can be, like I could trip really hard and just be paranoid. Or I have the best high ever. Yeah. It could go either way. It's never an in-between. So I start with little pieces of the edible and build my way up. I don't just be like, I'm eating this whole thing. I don't care. Like, no. That's not the life I'm about. Yeah, no. Um, I tried that the first time I had an edible. Uh-huh. Never doing that again. <laughs> never? Well, you have to do it for the episode, the edible episode, so... Oh, never doing what I did the first time. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, Sorry. when we just started talking about the edible no, episode. I, like, I had had edibles several times, and mm-hmm. I've still been fucked up off of them. Mm-hmm. But the first time, you always do, it's like you take one, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I don't really feel it. Yeah. So I can take another one. Don't be that person. Everyone does it. I think everybody, like, that's, it's because people, like, when they first do it, they think, like, oh, I got to take this whole thing to feel it. And it's yes, like, no, build no. up. And people, like, multiple people told me that before I took my first edible. I still didn't listen. I don't listen. And I tripped out. Maybe that's just how you do it. Like, everyone, you just have to do it because you learned the first time you take it. You're right. I'm just warning y'all not not to do it if it's your first time. So even if it's even if it's not your first time, just go slow. Take it. Especially, especially if you don't know your level yet. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I would definitely suggest that. Well, we kind of got sidetracked a little bit, <laughs> but I'm going to bring it back. Bring okay? it back, bring it back. So, again, this is the Smoke Session Podcast, and you can listen to our podcast on a, um, quite a few different platforms. I'm just going to say, like, the main ones. Um, Spotify, Apple, Google, and Anchor, and Stitcher. So, you can listen that and listen to our podcast at all these places and enjoy our episodes. Our contact info, our email is the smoke session podcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is the smoke session podcast or at the smoke session podcast. And our Twitter is at smoke session pie. You know, Twitter be they be messing up with, the, with the usernames. Like <laughs> can I keep it consistent because of Twitter? No. You said this is Twitter. Right, we do what we want over here, actually. Nobody told you? <laughs> Take your ass, Facebook. 
So for the strain of the week, we chose Pineapple Express, and this was chosen because we watched the movie Pineapple Express, and it was my first time. It was my second and a half time. I was about to say, really? Yeah, because Pineapple Express, it's an entertaining movie, but it's a movie you want to watch high. Right. And it's a movie That's you what I've heard really from high. everybody who I've asked about this movie. Asked, uh, about this movie. every time I've been insanely high, I can't finish the movie. So like, I like, like I didn't finish. <laughs> so, but it's a good movie. They still watch it. No, it was funny. Like, yeah. I liked it. But I was just like, and I was just That's laughing because I, mean, I was like, it's so crazy. crazy. It's so, so crazy. crazy. Right. It's a great movie. It's a lot of people in that movie. It's a lot of people. It made and it also makes me watch This Is the End. That movie is funny too. I love that movie. Oh my gosh, that movie is so funny. (laughs) But yes, so that's the strain of the week. Okay, so there we go again, (laughs) sidetrack. But anyway, so um, our strain of the week is Pineapple Express, and it is a hybrid. It is uh, sativa dominant. Which I love because I love sativas. It's actually a cross between train wreck and Hawaiian, which now the Ooh, name makes a lot of sense. Like when does. I when I researched, that, I was like, "Wow!" Because sometimes I do train wonder how strains express. get their names. Yeah. So train wreck is the express part, and then Pineapple Hawaiian is the yeah. Oh, like the pizza. Or, yeah, like, that's oh, what I thought. That's what I thought of because that, Hawaiian pizza has so pineapple on it. Yeah. yeah. That, whoa, that's yeah, it. mind blown, right? I feel so high. <laughs> mind blown, like for real. Trainwreck is good. Yeah, I like Trainwreck. Trainwreck takes train. me out though. That's so I don't. <laughs> so it only makes sense for Pineapple Express. Um, it smells like well, reportedly it smells like fresh apple and mango, and it tastes um it tastes like pineapple, pine, and it has cedar notes, and it originates from the Netherlands. Oh, that makes sense. Doesn't. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say it doesn't because I don't really know too much about the Netherlands. So, actually, I'm going to research that and see if I can find, like, some kind of connection why that would make sense. This weed comes from anywhere. Weed comes from all over. But where it originates is the... Like, who in, who in the Netherlands was like, this I deem Pineapple Express? Yes. Who you said that? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, I always wonder about the weed names. Mm-hmm. Because some of them are wild. Yeah. Some of them just sound cool, like Blue Dream. Mm-hmm. But Blue Dream, isn't it a mix between... No. I think it's a mix between Dream and... I don't remember. I forgot the other one. See, it's actually, I wasn't thinking about Blue Dream. I was thinking about Blue Jack. Because that. um, that's a mix of Blue Dream. I think it's Blue Dream, yeah. And Jack Harris. Jack Harris is my favorite Blue of all time. Okay. Blue Dream is on my top ten. Mm-hmm. Jack Harris, I like it. Yeah. I like it. But that's more like sativa. Yeah, I love sativas though. So yeah, I love hybrids in the case. I used to go to this um dispensary in L.A. and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they used to sell. It was the bomb. It was my favorite dispensary. I was there all the time, and they had like um bottom shelf, mid shelf, and like top shelf, like top top shelf. And they used to have things called, like, super. it would be super in front of the name. And they had the super jack. And that's what I used to get the most. Man, it was so good. It was so, so good. Actually, thinking about that, now I have the strain of the week for next week. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That sounds about right. Got it. <laughs> um, so, the feelings that it gives you, gives you high feelings of happiness and uplift, which a lot of these strains do. That's that's what we like, too. Right. Right. Be, and also, this is what weed is. It's mm-hmm. positive. Yeah, but some strains offer other things over that. Like, yes. you know yes. what I'm saying? So, like it's like, it's levels. Um, it also can bring about feelings of relaxation, euphoria, and energy. And this was an interesting fact that I really liked. It's rumored to help, rumored, allegedly, y'all, to help with depression, stress, and pain. I thought that was really interesting when I uh, read that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, that's, that's a good strain right there. Yeah. Yeah. Not only will it make you happy, it'll help you deal with those uh, conditions <laughs> alright well that is it for the strain of the week so I'm going to turn it over to you Kush alright y'all today in cannabis news things are popping off y'all so starting off we have the NYC council just passed a bill on it's banning pre-employment drug testing for marijuana specifically so it that passed makes sense. Uh, Tuesday April 9th mm-hmm. and it's just hope to help move the state legalizing marijuana. I don't also, understand. New York hasn't even legalized it? No. And I don't oh, yeah, they weren't on our list. New York, as New York City, at least, makes more sense where I'm like, we should be legal. Yeah, but, but it's a state New York thing. as a whole, yeah. I see why it's not. Yeah. Um, but New York, it's like, to me, I think of marijuana also keeps in New York a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so Maine also passed a similar bill. Mm-hmm. Um, their employers are able to discriminate against for using marijuana. Okay. So... But they can still be tested for it. Okay. I'm, so, I'm intrigued by that. Well, that I think that just means, like, because um, in California, I don't think that they can. I'm not, I don't think they're able to. Oh, no, because, well, it depends on where you work, but they do drug testing before you can, before you get the job. So, I've just accepted. They drug test and they don't like me. They don't like me. <laughs> I'm not going to stop smoking. But I think it's, that's going to have to change because it's legal in California. No, so and it's California, like, California. everybody smokes here. Like, <laughs> if they tell you they don't smoke here, they lying. Straight you up. You live in a place that has the best of something and then they use it. Yeah, this is true. Um, but then, <clears> so, the, okay, so this is what they're trying to do uh, for the thing. I guess I got high for a second. Okay, so. Me too, because I actually was making a point when I was talking, but I didn't make the point. And the point was that if you're tested for it while you work, it's almost like the random drug testing. Yes. That's basically what they're saying. So it's like, we can't test you before you apply or when you apply, oh. but on the job, you can get a random drug test. So. Okay, that Which makes sense, though. Sense. Okay, that's you know? fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Um... Okay, but I don't live in Maine, so fuck that. Right. <laughs> For <laughs> it real. It does exclude some jobs, because this part makes sense. Like, jobs under security, uh, health and safety reasons, oh, yeah. governmental or political positions, or caretaker-typer roles mm-hmm. for children or people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. I support that. Um, in addition, the council is working on eliminating cannabis testing for employees. Oh, okay. That really interesting. Yeah. Because they also read another article that said the majority of employees end up back from prison because okay. they failed yeah. for marijuana. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I know if I've been ever go to jail, I hope I'm not. I know first thing I'm saying. Yo, when I was younger, weed was this like taboo thing. It was. It was so taboo, and it was like <coughs> the only people who smoke weed are hippies and like 
bad people. But I remember I knew, that being a thing. Niggas in my family were smokers. Like, I knew people who smoked, but I looked at it like, oh my God, like, that's so risky. Yeah. Like, you can wow. go to jail. You're like, doing something bad. Like, who like, are you? Like, ah. <laughs> uh, and then it smells too. And I'm like, so you're doing this? And you're knowing you're going to get caught? Like, I don't understand. I remember when the people in high school used to smoke. I'd be like, Oh my god. I had, so, this is the story. <laughs> so in high school, I was new to, I went to like 10 schools, but my husband didn't start. So I was new to the school. Mm-hmm. I'm in the bathroom. I have never been in a situation like this. I was in the bathroom like going before lunch. Okay. These girls come in, they start smoking and smoking weed. And I'm in the stall like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? And I didn't want to go out there because I didn't want to be seen with it. Mm-hmm. So like any rumors, I knew I'm like, oh, Jasmine's in the bathroom. Yeah. Or if they went, got in trouble. I don't want to be like, oh, she's oh, yeah, she's part of us. I yeah. was in the stall. I don't know who these bitches were. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the school. I waited till they left, and then I left and went to the bathroom. Okay. Principal comes up to me. No, security comes up to me at lunch. It's like, can you come with me to the principal's office? And I was like, so I'm like a goody two-shoes. Like, I was a shit-A student. Me too. Yeah. I never, I was... I'm not going to, I lie. I'm not going to say I'm not going to. Before high school, at least for coming up. <laughs> but I got to high school and stuff. But before high school, yeah. So I got called to the office and they're like, this recording on camera that you were in the bathroom and at the same time that it smelled like weed. Okay. So we're like going to go through your bag and smell your stuff. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> and now that I think about this, if I was in the bathroom and the bathroom smelled like weed, wouldn't that smell like weed? So what would that really change? Right. So as you're talking to me, you would be able to smell if I smell like weed. That's what I'm saying. It would be very, like, <laughs> weed is not subtle. And when she smells my hands and all this stuff and I'm like... Yo, this shit is crazy. People out here really smoking in school. Mm-hmm. People are hunting people down. Is that legal? I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, can a security, you're not even a police officer, you're security. How are you going to search my bag? Like, how do I know that what you're saying is the truth? I I was going to question it. I was going to And I see, that's I the know, thing, that's because we're, we're young, so we're not going to question it. We're just going to go along with it. And the, the crazy thing... Our parents would never find out about situations like that, cause like I in high school you don't my see, cause in high school you don't really tell your parents stuff like that, cause you think like, oh, this is just a thing that just happened. It's not like a big deal, yeah, kind of thing, and they don't find out till like you're an adult, and they're like, why didn't you tell us this? And it's like, oh, is that I think serious? Right, but so I hope in this, but I'm glad we're in a place where marijuana is being decriminalized. It's becoming more accepting, so things like this can happen. Right. And also, mm-hmm. uh, their medical marijuana for autism law is approved on World Autism Day. That's interesting because, well, I'm going to let you finish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was happened this past <laughs> April 2nd. Uh, autism patients can use medical marijuana in Colorado now. That five governor, Jared Polis, has signed a bill into law. Adding autism spectrum disorder to the state's list of MMJ conditions. It was originally vetoed by the previous governor, mm-hmm. and then just like in 2017, the study was done in Chile. Mm-hmm. They found that oral cannabis extracts were dramatically more effective than conventional medicines. Mm-hmm. So it combined ASD while studies at the Share Zedek Medical Center in Jerusalem have shown cannabis to improve behaviors among autistic patients. You know, this is really interesting because I think, um, well, not I think, but I'm wondering how this will play out. Well, because, okay, autism is 
it's a it's a condition that follows you throughout your life, but we always hear about cases with autistic children. Yes. So Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I wonder how this is gonna play into giving children marijuana. Yeah. Because essentially that's what you're doing, so it's like how are people gonna respond to this? How is this gonna work? You I know? feel weird about that. Yeah. And that's the But I guess it goes under consent of the parent. Yeah, that definitely just mm-hmm. comes down to the parent and how they feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the parent and their doctor have like a strong conversation and discuss everything in detail mm-hmm. of what this would look like. Yeah. Like how does this work and some smokiness because that's like dangerous, like with the lungs and yeah. stuff. You don't want to do that to a child. Right. So it's like oils, like is there like C B D parts of it? Yeah. Um, so no, I think that definitely has to be explored, but if it's still healing and can help, I think that's incredible. Yeah. And I think that means more studies should be done of what can marijuana do. Right. Mm-hmm. If we can do stuff like this, it can help. Yeah. <laughs> marijuana is really amazing. Like, you know, it's interesting. People use it to get high, to make themselves feel better, you know, to deal with symptoms of, you know, certain conditions like we talked about earlier. Um, but it can also just be like a social thing, like you just like smoke this. with your friends, like yeah. this. You know, you smoke with your friends, you guys hang out, you just chilling, right? Or it could be used to cure cancer, well, allegedly, <laughs> cure <laughs> cancer or help with autism. Like it's, it's so, there's so many aspects. And it's so grounded and it's like almost so pure. Yeah. Like, and it came from birth. And there's, you're going to these pills and these drugs mm-hmm. and these expenses and it's toxic pharmaceutical industry god is so bad mm-hmm. and it's just something you can just use marijuana yeah that's something that can be grown it can be nourished and it can be healthy well you know i've i've always believed that these pills and like um like pills and radiation and stuff like that i feel like that stuff is not meant to help because oftentimes it makes people's condition worse. It does, and there's always side effects. Mm-hmm. Really side effects bad side crazy. effects. Yeah. And then you're taking like 10 things mm-hmm. because you needed one, you were trying to get one thing cured. Mm-hmm. And now because of all these side effects, you need 17 drugs. That is fucking ridiculous. Yo, Cat Williams had a joke about this where he says, sometimes the side effects be worse than what you're trying to cure. Exactly. And I was like, for real. Because I remember watching like different commercials for like pills that are coming out or whatever. And they would say, you know, this pill will cure you of in depression or help not cure you, but um, it's a it's it's a um, commercial for an antidepressant. Yes. But the the side effects be like shortness of breath, your heart yes. may stop, blood you know, clots. diarrhea, <laughs> blood clots. Like, dang, I'd rather deal with the depression. I thought I was the only one. I used to trip over those commercials so much as a kid. Yes. I was traumatized. I think that's why I don't do like regular like pharmaceutical medicine now. Like anytime I get sick, I'm like, oh, the doctors say this. I'm like, okay, I go to somebody else. Like, right. What is the more yeah natural remedy? Because what did people do before we had all these drugs? They were still living like and going through life. Mm-hmm. So there had to be something that was working instead of all this toxic shit. I can't even spell this shit. I can't even pronounce half of these words. There's right. drugs I'm allergic to, and I literally can't spell them. I have to Google right. them every time I put on. But I'm like, don't get this shit to me. But that's just scary. Yeah. And then, so I'm definitely glad like, we're pushing for marijuana. Mm-hmm. And like, hopefully over time, this can help in new way like this. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right, y'all. So that is a cannabis news. <laughs> that was good. Like, there's a lot that we, we were that. able to talk about this week. 
And that's the point of it. Like, I just, I want us, or we want to share with you guys, or with everyone, just, like, different things about cannabis, not just smoking it, you know. We're going to talk about, you know, strains and smoke culture and all that stuff, but also, I do want to touch on the ways that cannabis changes lives mm-hmm. medically, you know. Education. And just important. the issues that are around cannabis, like legalizing it and stuff like that, so, you know. All right, so now, you guys, it's time for the high times. We have a couple of things today, you know, oh, no. so we're going to just <laughs> go ahead and breeze on through. <laughs> right, this is the time to respond. I feel like y'all should be Y'all should be lit up at the beginning. Yes. Pace yourself. Easy smoke, easy totes, I guess I should say. And then when you get to the high times, really, like, or as we get close, as you feel we get closer to the high times, like, spark up a little more. Because we got to deal with this. This mess. Because this is how I do it. Whatever get high, get on social media. Mm-hmm. And be like, dang, for real? This is awesome. <laughs> I don't understand because... And I can't tell, you know, anyone or anybody how to feel or how to do things. But it's just like, if I was a celebrity, I would never care about negative comments. No. You know why? My, I wouldn't have comments on. Do you know why, though? <laughs> I wouldn't care about comments? Why? If somebody says I'm ugly or I'm this or I'm that, you know I won't care? I got money, though. Because I'm a millionaire. <laughs> That's why I don't care. Literally. And I guarantee you the person who's saying it is somebody who's broke. And and hating, right? (laughs) Did you see? Oh my gosh! Um, I was, I think I was on a shade room or something, and Cash Doll had posted something. Oh yeah! And that lady was talking about Cash Doll's looks. And first of all, Cash Doll is gorgeous. She is gorgeous, like super gorgeous. And this lady came for her about her looks, and Cash Doll was like, "I was gonna respond, but then I looked at your Abby." And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, <laughs> other celebrities need to have this kind of energy. Take notes. These Take notes. These are not worth your time. Mm-hmm. They're really not. At all. <laughs> because the main thing is a lot of people are trying to get a rise out of these celebrities. Because they know if the celebrities act in you know, a crazy way, then it's going to be a big story. And they might have an opportunity trying to sue them. You know, people be weird. Like, their name can go viral from that. And like they can start becoming... People like, are just trying to... Be viral and trying to be in the limelight, honestly. I just think we're in a dangerous place in general where people are just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to chase lifestyles and these like outdated things. That's a dangerous place to be. Very. Really you start doing stuff you wouldn't even think, but. That is me. <clears throat> that is not me. No. So, first uh, thing on the docket. <laughs> the docket. Leaving Neverland. So. We kind of touched on this, I think, the last episode. And Leaving Neverland is a documentary that is on HBO. Um, I'm not sure if it's done by Oprah or if it's just, like, kind of co-signed by her. Yeah. But, well, she has interviews in it. Remember, she interviews <laughs> them. So she's a, she's a part of the Leaving Neverland project. But um, it is a documentary about the boys, two of the boys, who them are their families accused Michael Jackson of sexually assaulting him when they were children. And honestly, like, when I was watching... So, I remember watching the R. Kelly documentary. 
and watching this Michael Jackson one and remember feeling very different ways. I remember watching the R. Kelly documentary and being like, I believe these like women, like some of the women I do believe, like I really like, oh. Some I'm like, hmm. Some I kind of side-eyed, but there were a couple where I was like, I don't think this is fake. Like, this is real. Um, and then with the Leaving Neverland documentary, um, I remember feeling like, this don't make sense, or I'm not feeling like this is real. Yeah. And I will admit, I might have a personal bias, because mm-hmm. it's like, these white men who are sending stories. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I acknowledge that while I'm watching that, and it's like, okay, these, these things happen in everything. Yeah. So this can happen. But then I'm listening to the stories, and it just sounds so, like, I don't want to say calculated, but it's just... It's just... It it, it felt off to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yeah, and it really felt off to me. There was just a lot of gaps in it. Mm-hmm. Things needed to be explained. Exactly. No. I completely agree. I completely agree. But yeah, so... There are rumors... Um, We just kind of wanted to give a little overview. That was a long one. Yeah. But... um, There's rumors circulating, or there were rumors circulating, that HBO was allegedly gonna pull leaving neverland from their content but um it turned out it turns out that instead of it being pulled um oh actually that turned out to just be a rumor like hbo was like we're not gonna pull but um the nephews of michael jackson are planning allegedly to sue the the two guys who are talking about what happened to them or sue HBO mm-hmm. um, for the information because they were saying it's misinformation and it's lies. Um, so yeah, that's going to be kind of interesting to see. Um, and then it uh, the article also said that some of the accusers' interviews were being pulled from YouTube mm-hmm. because people were starting to speculate and say that um, the timelines of what really happened and the um, accuser's account of what happened are off. Yeah. Like, they don't make, make sense and they don't match. Well, so... Yeah. Right. And so, um, one of the things that I read that was interesting was... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really high. So I'm trying to, like... Y'all, I'm like... I'm, like, really high. I, like, blanked for a second. So the accuser's integrity was called um, into question because the accounts of what they were saying and what allegedly actually happened seemed impossible. And so one of the examples that they gave of this was that James Safechuck, which is, I think, the less, um, I don't want to say popular, but the less well-known, the less known of the accusers, the way uh, Robeson is the most, He's the one that's really known. But this other guy, James Safechuck, he claimed that Michael Jackson sexually assaulted him from 1988 to 1992. But um, he explained an incident that happened at the Neverland train station. And people are saying that train station wasn't even built until 1993. So there's no way that that could have happened. So I'm interested to see how this plays out because um, I remember after the documentary documentary aired um i think wade rosen allegedly um filed a lawsuit against the estate Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I think, I can't remember which of the accusers did, but I know that there was um, uh, lawsuits before, and they lost those. Like, lawsuits against the estate. People are so hungry. I'm not saying that they're money hungry, but it just sounds like a story where it's like, if this is fake, and they, were, and they aren't telling the truth, they're disgusting because they're doing it for the money, clearly. He's, <laughs> he's here to defend himself. He's even though he was never found guilty. Never. So, whatever. People are just insane. So, Nipsey Hussle's funeral was last week. No, the week before last. Right? Okay. <laughs> but his, his funeral passed. Let's say that. Um, so, his funeral streamed, and this was. It was last week, yeah. So, his funeral stream, and it was really, like, I would say it was pretty well done. I yeah. think, like, I you could tell that there was, <laughs> me too, you could tell there was thought put into yes. the funeral, and then um, people who were there, I guess, like, the pe- people who wanted tickets and stuff, and the people who were invited, of course, but they um, had, like, special programs, mm-hmm. like, that was pretty much a booklet. Of like pictures and dedications and everything, and it was hardcover, mm-hmm. like it was made with a material. Where it was like it was a book, not like a program, but a book. That's nice. That's nice though. Nice. I didn't expect anything less though from family, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the funeral, um, it was originally supposed to start, I think, at ten, and I remember logging on at nine fifty, and then I started until about ten forty-five. So people were like on Twitter, like you know talking mess about that but it's like honestly i didn't expect it to start on time because all those people who want tickets it's a staple center all those people who want tickets they have to like check them to make sure like people have weapons and stuff on them and get them to a seat and everything like come on it's gonna take forever that's a crowded area mm-hmm. that's a crowded venue yeah that's, gonna, that's a lot of people that's a lot of just one time yeah There's no rehearsal it's just like i feel like i would be like anxious I would be nervous. Like nervous and anxious, yeah. That's why I didn't want to attend. I just, yeah, I'm just, like, I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. So they start open the funeral and they um, opened it with this song, with Nipsey Hussle's song, Right Hand to God. Mm-hmm. And that song is so <clears throat> lit. Like, I really like that song. So long. And it was perfect. And they had a, um, a live band. So they had somebody playing a bass guitar, I believe, a, a keyboard or piano. And then they had like the hype dude, and there was somebody playing one more instrument. I can't remember, but it was it was super lit. And they also had performances by um, Marsha Ambrosius, Anthony Hamilton, Janae Aiko, and Stevie Wonder. Um, President Obama he wrote like he wrote a letter, like a heartfelt letter about Nipsey's work and how he learned about Nipsey from mm-hmm. his daughters. I thought that was really cool. Was like, and because we didn't know, nobody knew that was going to happen. No, you know, only the family knew, and so it was like. Dang, like our president just, it just cool like he's cool like that and, and it speaks to the reach that <laughs> Nip- nipsey had as far as what he was doing in his life you know like yeah. he touched so many, like the president that's a big deal like our president Obama. not just the president of the united states or former president of the united states but <laughs> the first black one yeah that was cool that is cool like is that's that's speaks volumes to me he deserves yeah he deserves and Minister Farrakhan spoke, um, 
At one point, he definitely said Nipsey Russell. Okay. And I was like, um, okay, we gonna let it rock because you know it's a <laughs> um, And then um, Father Thomas, I think the lady said his last name is Uwal, spoke in Tigrinya, which is the um, language uh, spoken in um, Eritrea, oh. as well as Arabic. Yeah, so he, he did like a prayer and he read, uh, um, he prayed in I think he prayed in, oh, actually, he didn't say what the language was that he prayed in. I just looked it up, what the languages were. Because he said, um, I'm going to say it in the language of my home country, Eritrea. And then he said, I'm also, and then I'm going to say it in English. And he did. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and then some of the people who spoke and had dedications was Lauren London, Tanisha, and their children with Nipsey. Um, Nipsey, I think it was Tanisha. Nipsey's mother and father, Nipsey's brother, his sister, and then Lauren London and Snoop Dogg. Um, and one thing I really like is they show, like, old videos of when, you know, like, when Nipsey was a kid. Yeah, it was really nice. Like, the stories that they told and the visuals, it was just, it was really amazing. It's just, like, and it's just, he just seemed like us, like, regular. I he didn't really seem like a celebrity who. You know, untouchable and out here wild. You know what I'm saying? He just he just seems so real. Like literally like someone who's one of us who made it. Yes. And And not only made it, he didn't like make it and forget about us. He said, I'm 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 gonna make it and And I'm gonna create more opportunities for y'all to make it. Like that's a selfless and amazing human being. Yes. And we're not getting that as quickly as it's like I don't understand, but it's fine. It's not fine. Yeah, it's man, it's just really sad. Um, oh, and then the corner of Crenshaw and Slauson uh, is now called Nipsey Hustle Square, where Ermie really is cool. um, Nipsey Hustle. I forgot how you say his name. Ermie Yeah, I think it's Ermie Daddy. I can't remember. But right, me neither. <laughs> but that's going to be the name of the square. That's so, really did you watch the whole funeral? No, because okay. I, like, my, we're not supposed to be on our phones. Right. So I was sleeping. You watched it on your phone, if I did. Yeah, so I got to see two parts of it. The Lauren London, her family, sleep. I got to see the first guy's sleep. I got to see the first guy's sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a little bit of news. He said he was on. Oh, Minister Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I watched, like, videos when I was done. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. He was a nice and the only other um, celebrity to have it at the Staples Center is Michael Jackson. Imagine that. Yeah. That's these volumes, too. I think they filled it up. Yeah, it sold out quickly. Mm-hmm. I tried to make it. They said something like in 10 minutes, it was sold out. Yeah. I was like, dang. <laughs> One of my coworkers was on her computer. And I think her phone, too, like, had, you know how, like, when you buy um, concert tickets or, like, festival tickets? They'll give you a place in line, and then they'll say, once the tickets are released, then you'll get the ticket or whatever. And um, she, like, had a place in line on both devices. I was like, girl, you dedicated. Dedication. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, RIP to Nipsey, and definitely peace, love, blessings, life, positivity, um, condolences to all of Nipsey Hustle's family.
Next, I guess now we're going to get to something a little lighter. Wendy, okay. <clears throat> well, not lighter, but just not as heavy. So, Wendy Williams. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. My yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a, I almost feel like it's cotton mouth, but I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, here. So, Wendy Williams files for divorce from her, or file for divorce from her husband, um, Kevin Hunter. And it's so funny because, well, it's not funny, but it's interesting that the way she served him with the papers was she pretended, like, she sent him, like, a gift. Yeah. Like, like a gift. When he opened it, it was like, you have been served. I was like, and that made me think, like, why did I doubt Wendy? I think we should have known. Took her time. Mm-hmm. Took a moment. I, was, she I respect me, it, but I respect this woman. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna come back husband. Yeah, I'm gonna show you who the fuck I am." And she did it in the most windy way. Yep. And I'm, I'm enjoying this. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this for her. Yeah. And, and I hope she gets through it. Okay. And he, um, Wendy Williams. She when Kevin tried, so Kevin's an ex- executive producer on her show. <laughs> So, when he came to work, I think all his clothes and stuff didn't work, so he couldn't get in the building, and he found out he was fired. Fucking fired. Mm-hmm. And then he sent out that apology. <laughs> sent out an apology to the building. He was like, dude, like, it's too late. All these rumors were circulating for weeks, and you never say anything till right now. And men are very Not all men, but Not all men. a lot. Like in this, these type of <coughs> these type of men, yes, um, I, I would definitely agree with that. These type of men would prefer that. He and she do a job. Even if well, you know, to be fair, even though he's being painted as a monster um, right now, which he is for having a baby with your mistress, like, dude, what were you wow. thinking? And he's bought her a condo, um, like clothes, jewelry, shoes, you know, the whole night. He's taking care of her, basically. So. Do people make smarter decisions? <coughs> no. Like, what it's is, impossible what for people discussion? to do that. What is, what is that? Is it a thing that exists? Like, why not separate from the mm-hmm. before all this? Why not put it away for private accounts? And then move your mistress somewhere else mm-hmm. and tell that bitch to shut the fuck up for a second. Mm-hmm. And just let things go down. Everything's just loud. I guess with social media, everything. Oh, yeah. These gossip blogs, they be on shit. They be on, on it. shit. I'm just like, damn. Like, they be finding out stuff you don't even know. Like, you would you never guess. Really right. Because I've seen some stuff, and I'm like, it's time for me to log off the internet today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's I like, you've been on social media. I can't okay. deal with anything <laughs> else right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, it's, I'm interested to see. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. I hope she makes money off of it. Yeah, and not Louis. Yeah, definitely. So Disney next. Disney is launching a streaming service in November, and they're gonna have like the Disney classics and the Marvel movies. Of course, I'm really excited for this because they're gonna have all the classics that we grew I'm up with. A marathon. Yes. I love Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent, Mermaids, uh, Little Mermaid, I can't I mean, wait till they do the live action mermaid. I can't wait. Like oh that's the God. one I really because my favorite Disney movie is a Goofy movie. 
Just that's because such I good. love, oh my gosh, it's so good. The one with the concert? <clears throat> uh-huh, Powerline. I don't know what that song is, but that song is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I... Yes! And he's like, oh that's what you want to be And you know, do you know who does the voice? Who voices that character, the yeah. character Powerline? Tevin Campbell. Yes. A lot of people don't know that. Fun fact, you guys. Tevin Campbell voices the um the character wow. Powerline in a Goofy movie. Yeah. Okay, I'm watching that movie. Yeah, let's watch it. That is my favorite movie. I I've watched that movie so many times. Like, it's so and you know good. who else? Um, so oh, well, I can tell you guys like it. <laughs> they gonna know who we are. <laughs> I will say it too. But um, <clears throat> yeah, like I Disney movies are great. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Like Disney, it's, I'm kind of scared by their how much power they're they're oh taking my gosh. over. They gonna take over all Disney the media. Say, Academic um, scandal. This thing is crazy. Lori Lawson, aka um, Becky from Full House, pleads not guilty to in the college admission scandal. Now, some of them are turning themselves over or turning themselves in. So they're like, dude, I'm not, I'm not about to do this jail time with y'all. Like, no, you ain't dragging my life. I'm gonna pay my fine and I'm done. But. Why is she the main one in the scandal? Or is she the main one because she's famous? I think it's because she's famous and because to me, like she's seen as someone who's like this clean little white woman. Mm. This clean white woman doesn't know what they have to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, doing white woman things. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. and they're dragging her down. Like, she, her daughter is the mother. Right. I <laughs> I know that has to suck. Yeah, like, kids to turn their back on you in front of the world. Yeah. I feel like that's terrible for you as a child to do. I mean, kids can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, because I wonder if the kids knew. The kids definitely knew. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, well, you see on the CTV and you joke about how like rich people think the CTV dollars are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see celebrities doing that? White Walker, Laura Ingram from Fox News, was laughing while she was reporting on Nipsey Hussle's death. And she she thought he was YG. She pissed me the fuck off. Yes, like I wanted to fight her I still in that moment. Her. I like want to bitch slap her. We, like, we as a community need to fight her. Like, this, this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. 
acceptable. <laughs> yes. Like, for real, because first of all, like, aside from the fact that it was Nipsey Hussle, you're really sitting here laughing about somebody who's passed away? The, but the, the simplest form. You're laughing at somebody's death. Yeah. Who the fuck are you mm-hmm. to be laughing at people's death? And that's what just makes me piss me off. Like, do you just view us as a joke? Yeah. Like, are people really just out here as a joke? And this, every time, like, shit this, ha- this happens, it's like, why are we like this? Like, you're laughing at him? And then you don't even have the decency to know who the nigga is? Right. Or understand the value to the community? So basically, like, there's, like, thousands of people who care. I'm like, no, millions, nigga. Put some respect on that yeah. nigga's motherfucking name. Exactly. Like, and it's like, you're, you're in media. There's no way you could, like, there's research. no way that you should have gotten, maybe made that care. mistake. Maybe they're trolling. Maybe Fox is trolling. Maybe. They're trying to distract us. Shows us the way. Let's take notes. Yeah. And she stated that Nipsey Hussle made the song um, F. Donald Trump. And they showed, like, clips from the music video. When in reality, that's actually YG's song, and Nipsey Hussle's on it. But even the video in the background, they just had YG. Oh, for real? Yeah. See? So, even then. This, okay, this was interesting to me. Um, I saw like a, I don't know where I saw this, but I saw, I know I read an article and it said that Georgetown University has decided to institute a fee for slavery reparations. What? Yes. Listen to this. So Georgetown University, um, could become the nation's first college to mandate a fee to benefit descendants of slavery sold by the university nearly 200 years ago. So first of all, Georgetown University was selling slaves? An institution was selling slaves? You know, this is smart. You know, I feel like they knew some scandal shit was about to happen. Yes. Somebody found something. Somebody found out information about this. And they said, so we're going to do whatever we do to come on this situation on top. Mm-hmm. And this was a smart this ass was way it. to do it. This was it. And it's going to increase um, students' tuition by $27.20. Wow. And this, yeah. That's a lot of money. You think per student? That is a lot. That's a... So if you have, let's say, I think, I think like the, well, Georgetown is a private school, so we'll just say 20,000 attendees, right? Minimum. So 20,000 times 2720 is $544,000 a year just for that fund. That fund is going to get to a million dollars in less than two, two years. Yeah. So imagine if this fund is around for, let's say, 20 years. $10,880,000. Wow. That's a lot of money. I'll support it. We've and. Exactly. And it would, de- it would um, benefit the descendants of the 272 slaves <laughs> who were sold to pay off the Georgetown Jesuits debt. That is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. No, this is why I got trust issues with white people. Things like this happen? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, man. I'm so conflicted. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see how that's going to work, how that's going to play out. So, okay. if it's 544,000, it's just 544,000. Internet, let me talk $2,000 per descendant. Well, not $2,000 per. Oh, 
her family of the 272 slaves. We think about it more, honestly. That don't sound like a I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you was about to say. What you said was hella funny. I agree with you. That don't sound like a lot. Like, you sold these people's family so you could pay your debt off. Do you That's think really this little easy $2,000 is enough? What, what can you buy with two? First of all, rent in D.C. is $2,000. They can't even, like, they ain't got nothing left over. They can't even put down security deposit in the first month. You, <laughs> <laughs> you're 100% right. Where they living? In a box because Georgetown University ain't paid them their money. <laughs> that is crazy. They did try and they have a plan and I do want to see how this plan is going to work out and hopefully we don't get no YouTube video from one of the descendants talking about our family ain't never got none of this money because then that's going to be a whole other scandal. That'll be bad for Georgetown. Alright. <laughs> this is going to be So, a woman named Brittany, I can't remember her last name, but Brittany and um, this woman named Brittany, she's from actually from Loving Hip Hop. Um, yeah, Loving Hip Hop New York. And she's had issues with a lot of people on that show, um, that particular season or installment, Okay. So she had an issue with um, Bianca Bonnie, who's on that show, and she's a rapper. Who you remember that song Chicken Noodle Soup? She That's did that shit. song, but her music now is really good. You should listen to it. Um, but she's super, she's like very beautiful and seems cool. You know, she's working hard. This Britney girl had an issue with her, okay, and then she had an issue with somebody else. I think I want to say Mariah Lynn. I think. But, you know, I couldn't tell if she had an issue with Mariah Lynn or if Mariah Lynn was just talking mess to her. Mariah Lynn is always talking mess. Like, uh-oh. Talking mess to Like, I don't understand. Who are you doing the most? She did. Um, so, anyway, so that is who Brittany is. She's on Love and Hip Hop New York. Now, she's claiming that um, Remy Ma... Punched her or assaulted her, and this resulted in a, a, um, a black eye. And I guess I don't, I don't know if there's any other injuries, but she went on social media talking about, "Hey guys, um, I usually don't like do stuff like this and post it on social media because it's inappropriate. But right now, I just want to come to social media and post on social media, and I got punched in the face, and I have a black eye now." And then you know why you have to do that. Like, what? First of all, Rumi Ma is over here trying to take care of her beautiful baby, her husband, Black King Papoos, just trying to take care of their beautiful family, the Black Love family. And here this girl goes. I just thought the reason I don't believe it because I can't see Remy risking her parole and everything. Is she okay? I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. Risking her, her freedom. I don't know that situation, but I do know if the whole come outside, there are moments we need to correct the And 
if this happened allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> because here's my thing. It's like, I don't see Remy um, jeopardizing her newborn baby, her family, and her freedom for someone like this Brittany girl. Like, she's not... Well, she, you have to do something. She must have just been really Or I don't, I don't know. This also seems crazy. Because what is Britney Girl from doing? Like, is there, I don't know what her story is. Like, how her life been? I don't know. I don't know. Like, she like, she's like, she's like, she's I don't know. Is this the cause? Who knows? It could be. Is this the reason? It could be, actually. This is the cause. I don't believe her. I don't. I don't want to believe her. I don't believe her. But we'll see how this plays out. Um. I mean, if there's not a video, then, like, that's pretty dumb. That's what I was thinking. Like, how are they going to be able to prove that Remy Ma is the one that did that to her? Yeah, because a lot of dark-skinned medium, tall, height people who can fuck people. Absolutely. I think that was Yeah. Yeah. I need to say You see my eyes? Yeah. I'm like, it's like an exercise in my face. Like, you can like I'm doing three sets of ten over here or something. All right. <clears throat> yes. So, I, oh, and on this really my situation, um, I was reading earlier that um, she's under investigation now. And I really hope this girl's not lying on Remy Ma because that is rude, that's disrespectful, that is heartless. That's so messed up. Like, you caused this whole scene for nothing. Why are you wasting time? People really be be wanting attention. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know what? Let's talk about this because now we're going into the Goldie Rules self-care. That's what a lot of these people need. They need self care to get all that toxic energy and negativity out of them. Yes. They need they need to have that moment to themselves. Whether it's their cut their hair, mm-hmm. get a piercing, yeah. get a tattoo, a check in, call mm-hmm. themselves out with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like you something in your life is not going right and you yeah. need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And you lashing out and doing dumb shit yeah. is not helping no one. At all. At all. So for self-care this week, I bought some new makeup. I'm <laughs> really excited. Like, so I am a huge fan and shopper for stores like Marshalls, Ross, uh, TJ Maxx. Yes. Like, I lo- those are my favorite. Nordstrom Rack. Did I, say I didn't. TJ Maxx. Was TJ. Oh my god, <laughs> this is how I am. So Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Nordstrom Rack. Those are the stores, stores I like to go to because they always be having, like, name brand stuff for hella cheap. If you're one of those people who doesn't care about, um, like, clothes being in season or not, um, and just getting, like, kind of, like, secondary stuff, yeah. then it's like, if you don't care about those things, it's perfect for you. Yeah. And I those stores speak to me. Right. Yeah, and like I have, um, I have some really nice stuff from like Ross or Marshalls. Like a lot of my purses I've gotten from there. Yeah. Yeah. Like for real, for real. 
I bought some makeup from Marshall's. And I just, so, last, like, at the end of December, the, um, one of my favorite makeup brands is Smashbox. Mm-hmm. And at the end of December, Ulta was, I think Ulta and Sephora was having a sale on their always-on matte lipstick ball. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, 13, <coughs> 12 or 13 colors. Um, it's, like, five metallics and the rest are, like, different colors. I remember them having it on there. Then it went on sale for the holidays. And I was like, man, I'm going to wait and see if it goes down. And it just all sold out. They Everywhere was sold out. And so I was like, dang, I should have jumped on it. So I've been wanting that ever since. Because I really like that formula. I have one called uh, True Grit. It's like a really deep. Yeah, it's like a really deep chocolate brown. Yeah. So beautiful. Um, and I love oh, and so I looked for it on Friday, and I found one. It was like $97. And so that averaged out, I think, to like $3 a lipstick. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yo. I went through each lipstick, and um, like I looked at the swatches and stuff. $8 a lipstick. Yes. So I looked at I got mine on eBay. But there was another site that I saw that had it, like a actual website, mm-hmm. and theirs was maybe like one oh two something. Okay. Yeah, so you on it. But I really like Smashbox. That's one of my favorite things. We gotta do a makeup episode. We do. We talk we do about friends. Yeah, we both are really into makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm new in terms of using like, good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, you know, you got to stick with your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> but That's why I say go to Marshall's, girl. Yeah, that's where you have to be. Mm-hmm. I did the good stuff for the That'd be so dope. 
continue. You could just talk to me about. I want to talk to him first. Yeah, because he he's he's definitely an art an artist that I feel or an artist that I feel really transformed over his career. And he evolved. Yeah. Hated it. I don't know if there's a production team. It it had to be. Yeah, and it had to be. They were just all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot. Unorganized, late. I don't misinformation, that. no information. People leaving. People leaving. Yeah. Yeah. We saw designer though. That was lit. Designer was there. <laughs> <laughs> I love designer. His I energy is so amazing. I wonder if he's gonna come out with any new music. I'm supporting him. I'm here for it. I'm, I, yeah, I would definitely support it too. He's so tall. He's so tall. I love that. <laughs> Me too, but I'm like, like, he looks tall, like, when you see him on TV. But to see him in person and see how tall he is, I was like, whoa, he's really tall. Yeah. Yeah. That was just. What was the time? It was the time. So. And then, you know, we We were there at. Like eight fifty. Eight fifty. These niggas eight stop. I love him. He went show up to like twelve forty five. Mm-hmm. Show up twelve forty five. So mm-hmm. we're just the whole time we're just standing there waiting. Waiting. We know there's gonna walk around in the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk to people. And these niggas shows up. So we get at first as soon as he comes out, I'm like, oh my fucking god. I was like ready. He was like, no, no. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't in there when he first came out. Yeah, he just walked out and I was just looked up and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm really glad you got to go and like see him. You are. You need to take that back in there. Yeah, that happened for a minute. Probably about it that was annoying like the organization and the lack of information and communication but to see like what a video shoot is like and to see like artists that you like and listen to to see yes that was was and I like seeing that um, ASAP Rocky I don't know if I remember but ASAP Rocky really like looking at the footage right after um it was filmed to like see what he liked and make suggestions and stuff. I thought that was really dope. When he talked to me, he like really, really talked to me. He wasn't like, he wasn't trying to say anything. Yeah. And that was really, really, really nice. Yeah. That's pretty dope. All right. Well, so this is the portion of our Q&A. <laughs> and um, we actually have a question. Yay, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> and the question is, which is better, a bong, a bowl, which 
Kush and I um, talked about what a bowl was, and to me, it is a pipe, or we call it a pipe, at least in California, I feel like we call it a pipe, and um, Kush calls it a, um, a bowl. Okay, so just so you know, that is, those words are going to be interchangeable for this portion. Um, so, which is better for smoking? Um, a bong, a bowl, a blunt, or a joint? How do they differ, and are the highs different? Now, for me, I have smoked every one of these. I have smoked a bong, I have smoked a pipe or bowl, a blunt, and a joint. Yeah, more than once. <laughs> so, I'm going to just go down the line and say my thoughts on these. Okay, so first, the bong. Um, the bong, and yes, these highs are different. So, the bong is a quicker high. It's like you take a hit or a couple hits. And it's like two hits, maybe like two big hits where you're. You feel it too. Yeah, you can feel it. So that high is pretty much instant, but I do feel like it lasts shorter. Yeah. Actually, before we describe each one, so you said you um, smoked with each of these, right? Yeah. Okay, so then we can keep going. So okay, so the bong, the high hits you faster. It's it's not intense, but you do feel it. Um, the only reason I don't like the bong is because if you inhale wrong or if you smoke yeah. wrong, your throat will be burning, like, in pain. So you got to make sure that you're not, like, pulling in too strong or even holding that smoke in too strong. Because there's nothing to cut the, the burn of the smoke or the burn of the weed. So you're going to get everything. It's not like it's wrapped with something or stuffed in something. You know what I'm saying? Actually, well, the, actually, the water, yeah, kind of helps, but it's like, it's, I guess the water just burns. Like, yes, burn. yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, so the next, the next one, the bowl or the pipe, I don't really care for it because it takes too much work to clean. I think it's so dirty. Mm -hmm. so Same with the bowl. Yeah, I'm like, fuck Did that stuff come? So, my that those are my issues with the bowl or the pipe. Now, I do feel like the high hits you fast, but not faster than a than a bong, and it doesn't last too long. Yeah, like it lasts longer than a bong hit or a bong hits, but it's not like excessively. Long. I don't really. Try to learn how to roll blunts, and I can't. Maybe that's part of the reason why I don't like them that much. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like when you smoke a blunt, I feel like I'm inhaling tobacco and chemicals. That's how I feel though, because you're taking the tobacco out of its wrapper, stuffing weed in it, and you're smoking all that stuff. Yeah. It's not for me. The high is just like a joint. 
So upcoming <laughs> events tomorrow, or I guess now today is 420. <laughs> happy 420. So happy 420, everyone. This is actually going to go up on 420. So if we put this together probably in the morning. <laughs> right, we'll have another one later. So we'll see. Um, what else? Oh, so we're going to do the songs, our uh, smoke session song. Selection. I don't know what to call it. I gotta figure out. We gotta figure out. Yeah, we gotta figure out. So, Kush, I'm gonna let you go first. So I chose Crazy Boy. I had a different song, but after the shoot, I was like, I gotta do that song. Okay. And this one, I was just gonna let you. Thank 
is so dope. I was just thinking about like all oh, his songs. It's good. Yeah. That was dope. I do like this song. Um, so my song is going to be Proud Family by Tory Lanez from Chicks Take Four. And just so you guys know, I'm a huge Tory Lanez fan. I like Tory Lanez a lot. And I believe everything he touches is dope. He reminds he's me, talented. yes, he reminds me of a Chris Brown, but he's below Chris Brown because he can't dance. He can't dance. Yeah, <laughs> Fine does play a role. So. Really he's not Brown. terrible, but I feel you something. So my song, like a oh, I did announce it. <laughs> I'm so high. Okay, so my song is Proud Family by